popcorn ready. I'm here, so I won't get fined. It's about the stupid, I gotta say, it's the stupidest thing in sports. No! What? Get your big butt out of here! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast, brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. I'm former player and current Debbie analyst Jesse Preston, and I am joined tonight by the owner and operator of Fantasy Guides, Stephen Rippey, and his younger brother, fellow Fantasy Guides contributor and local Denver comedian, Casey Rippey. We're recording this on Monday night, December 12th. We've got the Patriots and Cardinals going on right now. And uh, Stephen, I know you had a post up about a, a non-contact knee injury to Kyler Murray. What do you got? What do you got for yeah. that? I'm guessing he blew out his knee. Um, I think the last report I saw before we jumped on was it looked like tore his ACL most likely. Um, it's one of those things where they do the test on the field, you know, to see the stability of the knee. And he was, I guess he was pretty emotional getting carted off the field on just the third play of the game. So that's my expectation that we'll find out either tomorrow or the, or the next day. But yeah, uh, very unfortunate. It was just one of those ones he was running and just, kind of was making a juke move and just went down and those do those ever not end up as a blown out knee you know they seem to always happen yeah i think it's pretty standard at that point i i went back and watched it because i all i saw was your post i i didn't have a chance to watch the game um i was watching a christmas movie with the family and um it talk about like the least crazy juke though too like man it just didn't really look like a whole lot did it it looked like he was juking when he didn't even need to juke. You know, it was like the defenders. He wasn't even juking a player. It was like happening kind of a, like he was trying to decide where to set up his feet. And then he went down. So, yeah, it yeah. definitely a very kind of I mean, I say a freak accident, but these things do kind of happen all the time. But it's just it's just crazy that uh, these seem to happen so often because it doesn't look like anything happened. Yeah, and and now you got to wonder about the future of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you know, like you said in the, I think it was the the flex last week. The Cardinals may be looking for a new head coach, and yeah. now you've got a a quarterback this late in the season with an ACL, um, and a lot of question marks there. I think too. Holy cow, yeah. that's it's, that's rough. Um, so yeah, yeah, and and I uh. I think it was a boring game though, right? Am I right that it was a boring <laughs> game? Well, it, yeah, it was pretty there wasn't a whole lot that to be excited about. It was a lot of kind of sloppy football when I was watching. Um I saw Kevin Harris get a long touchdown, so I'm sure a lot of people are stoked about that who had Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson. <laughs> um I'm curious though what uh what Christmas movie trumped this uh Monday night game? Uh Arthur Christmas. Have you heard of that one? Oh, I've seen it. I've, I've, I've seen it. Uh, I'm like a little behind on my Christmas movie watching so far. We, I did my best to make up for it this past weekend. I did get Christmas vacation in. Oh, um, nice. And it felt fitting because I also, this was the weekend I put my Christmas lights up finally. Oh, perfect. Kennedy had been bugging me for the like the last week. And I have to say, you know, those, those like, memes or whatever you see where there's one guy's house that's really nice and mm-hmm. then there's one where it's just a string of lights and it just like points <laughs> ditto to, to, to the other house that's how mine feels like like the lights are kind of messy they don't look that cool uh even where i had to like connect them to like plug them in i had to use an extra string of lights so there's like this string of lights going down <laughs> the side of the house and across the front lawn <laughs> to, to plug into the garage so it definitely looks pretty ghetto um even even kennedy who is six years old said because mm. <laughs> we all went out and did the reveal today you know like on national lampoon's vacation when he like uh, plugs him in and she yeah. goes it looks okay <laughs> She goes, it's not the best on the street. <laughs> Those lights aren't twinkling, Clark. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Oh, but the good news is doing that amount of effort means you don't have to punch Santa in the face when it doesn't turn on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually listened to uh, a lot of the uh, Red Zone channel yesterday while putting the lights up. And I hate putting up Christmas lights. I hate getting on roofs. For one, I get panicky when I <laughs> when I get up high, but listening to the uh, the Red Zone channel uh, made it a little bit easier. And uh, so, yeah, no, that was my weekend in a nutshell. 
All right. Well, there you go. Uh, if you found your way to this episode, thank you so much. We do want to involve you. Listener questions do make up a, a huge part of our content. Uh, to contact us directly through social media, all three of us are on Instagram. Steve is at Fantasy Guides. Casey is at NFL Cover Zero. And I am at Debbie Rookie Watch. And Steve and I was all pumped to get a, a thousand followers. And then uh, three left. So... <laughs> Back to, to nine ninety seven. I don't. I, I guess they didn't like. They didn't. They didn't like my army navy take. I guess. I don't, well, I don't know. Yes. Well, well, Jesse, let me let me let. I'll let you know that this time of year, the football content, like on on Instagram, it just kind of hits a it hits a wall. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna lose some, but don't worry. You know, once we start talking rookies, you'll get back over. You'll you'll. I mean, you're only you know, under a thousand right now, but we'll get you back up there. Don't oh, worry. Oh man. I was sad. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of how'd I do, uh, let's, let's talk about how Steven did this last week. Um, hot takes to put out some hot takes. It's, it's not always easy on Instagram with the trolls. There's just not enough fairies. As I've said, Casey, <laughs> Casey, I was thinking about, wasn't it on, um, mean girls where the one girl's like stop trying to make fetch a thing <laughs> yeah, it's so like fetch that, yeah. <laughs> i feel like casey's gonna be like stop trying to make fairies a thing jesse you can't be a social media fairy but you know i'm just trying i'm trying to work against the trolls steven that's all i'm trying to do yeah yeah well uh so how did i do this week well you know this always seems to be the theme with me i ch- always seem to try to pick like the safest pit like player to make the cover. Like usually I'm trying to pick players that are a little bit, if it, maybe it's a starter that is usually an auto start. I might be like, you know, I don't think that like an Alvin Kamara from a few weeks ago, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I don't think he's going to do that good. I'll, like a, a guy that's normally a stud that I think might have a bad week or kind of a borderline guy. Like if I think uh, a Kirk cousins is going to blow up or something, I'll include him. I'm not including like Jalen hurts. You know, I'm trying to, include some of these fringe players, but I usually pick at least one that's kind of like a softball kind of a layup. You know, mm-hmm. I usually try to make that my cover image, you know, cause I want to get that one right. And it never fails. <laughs> I always get it wrong. I always pick the guy on the cover. It's the Madden. It's the Madden cover. Genius. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's for, for my, for my, uh, my takes, my hot takes, I guess I, it always seems to hit where I miss on those calls. And this week was no different. I thought Joe Mixon would have a smash game against the Cleveland Browns, who uh, were one of the best matchups you could face in fantasy football. I thought he'd score 20-plus points. He got 11. So my one layup that I included in this was a complete whiff. (laughs) Now, was it because of Pirine or just because they were throwing it around so much? Uh, Well, actually, it was a little bit because of Pirine. Um, Cause you had, I will, I'm going to give you a little bailout. I mean, on the flex, you were like, but P Ryan's look so good. Maybe he's going to start mm-hmm. taking over some of that work. And he did. Uh, Mixon saw 58% of the snaps this week, and he's usually well above that. Uh, actually in games this season, he only has, uh, that's the lowest the entire season. Other than that game, he left early with the injury. His mm-hmm. lowest in any other game was 65%. And that was the game when he scored like 55 fantasy points and didn't even play in the third quarter. So he's basically been like a 75% snap share or at least over 70 for almost every game. So we talked about how good P Ryan has looked. And I, I think it's actually smart for Cincinnati to get him more involved and not need to rely on mixing quite so much. So it's good for real football, maybe not so good for fantasy. Um, another take I had was, I said Ryan Tannehill, who's been pretty awful this season, uh, would finish as a QB1, and he just did it for me. He finished as a QB12, so pretty happy Yay! about that one. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, another one, Kirk Cousins, I said, would finish top five, and he finishes the QB5 against that horrific uh, Lions defense. Yay! However, I will say the Lions looking like they, I don't know, they might sneak into the playoffs. They I read somewhere. That uh, it's the first time in the history of sports betting that a what were they five and seven before this game? Mm-hmm. I, I, or, they've won, no, I know they've won five. They've won five out of their last six. That's the first another. time a five and seven team went up against eleven and two team and was the favorite. Mm. Yeah, ten and two team, ten and two and five. Oh, yeah. and seven. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jesse, Jesse and I were talking about that on the flex where we were like surprised that that, that they were favored, but Vegas is smart, man. Vegas always knows. Isn't that crazy? There was another yeah. one too. And I was listening back to the flex today where we went, this seems like kind of a weird, Oh, it was the Seattle game. It was like, yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't Seattle be favored by more? And I then Carolina the went thing. up there and beat them. I'm like, see, that's, I told you guys stinky spreads. They call those. It's like, yeah. oh, there's something weird going on. Something's fishy. And then yeah. Smoke. As they, as they say, the fix is in. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. The other one, uh, this one's probably not super bold, but I said Tom Brady would finish outside the top 15 quarterbacks. He finishes the QB 20. That that offense, I know it was a really tough defense, but I don't know if you guys caught much of that game. It was They couldn't do anything. I mean, it just looked brutal. Brady just looked about as frustrated as I've, I've seen. Like, almost just defeated, you know? Ugh, I, I'm really mad that I wasn't able to watch that game because <laughs> uh, I would have really thoroughly enjoyed that. Nothing... Uh, Sends me more joy than watching Brady struggle and get frustrated. And seeing Brock Purdy on his first ever start. Who <laughs> <laughs> was born after he started playing in the NFL. Yeah. Like, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I said Christian Kirk would finish top 10. He finishes the wide receiver 41. Case? No? It, it, I heard him trying. It didn't want to come through. You know, <laughs> Last week, this is frustrating. I hate this stuff. This makes you want to hit your head into the concrete. Like I watched last week, I had on my my boom list, uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, (laughs) Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram on my boom list. (laughs) And only uh, uh, Evan Ingram came through last week with 14 points. This week, all of those guys just tore it up. I was like, just off by one week. And Christian Kirk was the only one out of that group that, well, he, I guess Ingram, I just said, but Kirk had a good game last week. And then this week, of course, I pick him and he busts. Yeah. Uh, I said Gabe Davis would score single digit points against that tough Jets defense. He scored six. So that was that was a hit. Um, and then I said Adam Thielen, who made the uh, bust list last week where I said he'd score single digits and he only scored four. This week, I kept him on there. Didn't even change the graphic, just changed the text <laughs> a little bit. And uh, put him as a boom. And I said, Adam Thielen would score 20 plus points. He scored 19 and a half as the wide receiver 12. I'm taking it, Case. Mm-hmm. Well, no. He, he middle grounded you. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I can't give you the yay if you don't no. hit it. Adam Thielen as a wide receiver 12. That's a hit. I don't care what you say. <laughs> so uh, I do have uh, Hunter Henry going tonight. And when I was watching, I questioned whether he was even playing in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I kept looking for him, and I kept seeing Johnny Smith. So that one can't be going very well. So we'll have to we'll have to see at the end of the maybe maybe I'll check in before the show's over to see if that one hits or not. It's not looking good though. Well, that's it for how'd Steve do? Uh, how about some waivers, Steven? You got some waivers we can pick up. I know these are always super fun for you at the end of the season to try and figure out. Oh yeah, and they're getting they're getting better every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, this week's pretty rough. I will say though, um, Zay Jones and and Jarek McKinnon they don't make my posts because they're over fifty percent rostered. But I do want to mention them. Jarek McKinnon, if you guys saw what he did yesterday. Uh, he tore up Denver, especially in the receiving game. Um, he's available in 60% of leagues. So if he is, or sorry, he is available in 40% of leagues, rostered in 60%. If he happens to be available, he's a must add. And I think Zay Jones, also around like 55% uh, rostered. If he's available, I'd also grab him. He's one of the most targeted wide receivers in the NFL right now. So go get him. Um, some other guys I'll mention, Jesse, we talked about this on the Flex. They had just announced that, Desmond Ritter would take over the starting job for Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota and Casey Jesse and I were both saying we think it's like he's like literally the same quarterback mm-hmm. they look the same they have kind of the similar skill set so I don't think he's gonna he's not like a must add like you got to go get Ritter but I think he could probably do a lot of what Mariota was doing kind of back end QB1 type numbers just mostly based on his rushing ability um another quarterback Mike White this guy He's been over 40 pass attempts in two of his three starts. Uh, That was a tough Buffalo defense that he went up against, and he was hurt a couple of times during that game and still put up close to 300 passing yards. Um, 
they, for some reason, really like to throw the ball when either he or Joe Flacco are in the game. So, And he's got a cake schedule coming up. I had said last week that he was – when uh, Lamar Jackson was injured, I mentioned adding him. And I said, this week's tough because they got Buffalo, but after this, it's a cake schedule uh, fantasy-wise. So I think he could do wonders down the stretch. Um, a running back, Chuba Hubbard, who's talked about Carolina. Hubbard uh, – is now firmly involved in the Panthers' backfield along with Foreman. Um, he's the better pass catching back, and they're doing a good job rushing the football. They're kind of like uh, Carolina's version of Atlanta right now. So I think Chuba Hubbard's worth an add. Travis Homer didn't really show up in the box score, and it might not happen next week if DJ Dallas comes back or if uh, Kenneth Walker, who I'm guessing will still be out at least another week. But um, Travis Homer did have a 91% snap share this week and he only put up five points, but that kind of a snap share is definitely something to pay attention to means they trust him on the field. Uh, a couple more guys, DJ Chark. We so the lions are looking good and, and Jared Goff is looking good. Um, he's averaged six targets the last three weeks after returning from injury. Jameis Williams is probably going to start chipping away at maybe some of his snaps, but so far it hasn't happened. So I think Chark could be worth an add. Um, and uh, one last one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce this correctly, but Chig Ogonkwo. Jesse, are you familiar with him? The tight end mm-hmm. for Tennessee. Uh, he's a rookie, and he's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. He's had six targets each of the last two weeks. He had 14 points yesterday, and then last week he had 10 fantasy points. We know tight end is a dumpster fire so he's he's a guy that's actually looking pretty good he's a he's a very athletic tight end so i think he's got some upside for the playoffs so yeah those are a couple guys again it's kind of bare waiver wire uh this time of year but those are some guys i think who could help out some rosters yeah buddy i i, I tried to look up the name to see if i could help you with the pronunciation <laughs> and it, it's not happening i'm sorry you <laughs> did as good as i could what's funny uh-huh. is i've 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 seen it for a couple of weeks now. He's not a guy I was super familiar with, um, but I have not heard it uh, spoken yet. So I'm not quite <laughs> sure on the pronunciation. That makes it tough. Makes it tough. Yeah. All right. How about uh, missing points? Anybody really stand out this week? There was one guy, I think it was a wide receiver that I remember seeing where I was like, good Lord. It was like, he could have had like double his amount of points. Uh, it might've been Mike Evans. You're thinking of um, Mike Evans had a massive 68 yard touchdown called back for holding. Um, and this one is relevant because Mike Evans has just fallen flat over the second half of the season. Uh, the only buck really that's doing a lot right now is Chris Godwin. So Mike Evans finished as the wide receiver 47. If he had that touchdown had been up, upheld, he would have finished as the wide receiver eight with 22 points. Instead, he only got eight. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a guy that I think maybe another one that I could mention that I did not mention in the uh, the waiver ads, but depending on how much availability he has in your league, Donovan Peoples Jones. Sean oh, that's, Watson, the that's the one. Was I it? Saw. Yeah. Okay. Donovan Peoples Jones getting targeted a lot by Watson. Um, uh, Brissett came in on a fourth and one and overthrew him, which was weird. I don't know why Brissett came in. Maybe as like, cause he's such a good fourth and one QB sneak converter. They maybe were trying to trick play there, mm-hmm. but um, overthrew DB, DPJ on, what would have been a 25 yard touchdown. He also couldn't haul in a six yard touchdown on a fade from Watson still finished as the wide receiver 13 with uh, 19 points, but he could have finished as the wide receiver one with 37 points. Yep. That's the one I remember seeing. That's gotcha. crazy. Yeah. And then I'll just bring him up. Not that it mattered, but Justin Jefferson made the list again. Uh, he's going to be over a hundred missed points that we have calculated this year. Mm. Uh, and he's still the wide receiver one. <laughs> he's been like one of the most unlucky wide receivers in the entire league. And he's still the wide receiver one, which is just insane. He's got, like I said, almost a hundred missed points that we've calculated. The The number two wide receiver is DK Metcalf with like 50. So uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Really good at football. <laughs> um, Not too bad. I don't know if you guys saw uh, the game last night, but Justin Herbert had two, potential scores that were just short one to Austin Eckler and one to Keenan Allen, both stuffed right near the goal line. So he finished still as the QB 10, but he could have been the QB three. He missed out on two touchdowns. So eight points. Um, and then Travis Kelsey had a really bad drop. He's had, I think a couple of these this season. 
Uh, finishes the tight end nine, could win the tight end two. I know you're not watching the Broncos anymore, Jesse, so I just want to <laughs> let you know. Just just let me know what's going yeah. on with him. Um, I did, that I game did, was actually fun. I did, see, uh, I did see Russ's giant bump on his head after he <laughs> got concussed and was like, yep, he's out for a couple weeks now. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, they. you know what, Jesse, though? I did say on the flex when we were talking, I said there was no analytics behind it, but I was like, I just hope it's against Patrick Mahomes. I kind of just hope Russ, you know, just has one of these vintage Russ games. Mm-hmm. And he did right up until he got knocked out of the game. He was he was slinging it and had, uh, I think, three touchdown passes before he exited early. No, you um, hit on a lot. I, one of my new favorite things that, well, I don't know, favorite things is just the way it's been working out is I don't have anything really to listen to on Mondays. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm re-listening, you know, I'm re-listening to the flex and I'm going, he was right. He was right. And even the, <laughs> uh, the Justin Herbert thing. Um, I was kind of like, well, he did okay. But with that missing points thing, um, you were like, this is a smash. He could finish as the top QB and he, he yeah. would have been really close. Right. With those touchdowns. Yeah. So, hey, so yeah, if we, you want to hit on a lot of that stuff, that, never listen to my betting advice on NFL games. <laughs> Every time I'm over two on these last two weeks of being like, that spread seems kind of funny, and, yeah. but now we know we go the other way. See, for we're, sure. We're getting better. We'll get better. If you could send me the, the, if you get any audio, send me some of the audio of me with a good take. You don't, don't send any of the bad ones, but send some of the good ones. <laughs> right. So I can, uh, I can post them, you know? Well, yeah. But when you post them, it's always that double speed thing. Have you heard that case where you, yeah, you, I have because Steven doesn't have time to listen to a full podcast. So he has no. to, I'm like, and I'm I like, people are going to think that we talk like that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> partly, I partly do that because you're like limited on how much time you can put on the, uh, on the, the Instagram reels and stuff. And I, I talk so long winded and I filibusters. <laughs> this, helps, this helps get it into a story, you know? Oh, I do. I do love that Casey. It's like, do I, do I want them to hear the entire take? <laughs> or to be talking at a speed and a half, you know. <laughs> do I want to sound like a computer or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they have to hear the whole take, every single part of it. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, All right. All right. Well, uh, okay. Wait, are, I gotta, are you I done yet? <laughs> no, I got a couple more. Uh, here, I listen to it on double speed anyway, so what does it matter? Okay. <laughs> um, Travis Etienne, we talked about this being a tough matchup. Tennessee's really good at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Travis Etienne, had he scored, he got pushed out just at the goal line. He would have only scored 9.3 points. Instead, he finished with three. So he finishes mm-hmm. the RB44. Could have been the RB23. Real bad performance. He hasn't looked as good lately. It's been kind of uh, bad for him. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, that's this week's missing points, Jess. Yeah, that was another one I listened back to, and I was like, and and it was basically like, you know, you have to start him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't do well. Now I'm now I'm starting to feel like when I'm sitting here on the other side of the flex, if I hear that, I might, I might <laughs> maybe bench some of those guys because the three point performance uh, that cost me, I think, chance at the playoffs. Um, I did want to real. Let's do it right now. This is a good time. I want a, a state of the union. How's <laughs> Where are we? Where are we sitting playoff wise and everything else here? Because I am, I'm going to go to the playoffs in three leagues of my four, and then in the fourth one, I finished third in points, and I'm going to finish oh, seventh, nice. seventh in the standings. So I'm okay. not <laughs> not going. I'm not going to the playoffs, even though I was third in points four. Uh, so that, that would that's that would be year. next year. Maybe you maybe you push for that rule of the. Six is it six teams go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the the team the sixth seed gets decided by the team who who doesn't make it but has the most points. Well, uh, left I'm over. the commissioner, so I love that rule. I <laughs> might implement I, it right I, now. Yeah. <laughs> is that still? If I go into settings on Yahoo, can I make that change real quick? The, the best Jesse was uh, in our dynasty league. Casey was complaining about uh, something along those lines. And then Dave in our league sent up a screenshot of a poll he put up this summer 
saying, what about we do this setting that they have at Sleeper where you have one game versus your opponent and one game versus the league average? And Casey was like, no way. There's something to be said about like the randomness of fantasy football, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. <laughs> but here Hold he is, on. But here he is complaining about it because it's affecting him. You <laughs> know what? So there's these, receipts. There's receipts these, here. Casey. Yeah, there is. There is. And these facts are inc- incorrectly being repeated right now. Oh. What I had the poll had gotten put up after the season had started and we were in like week four or five. And I had said, even though it would benefit my team right now because I had high points and I was losing a lot of games, I go, I'm against it. Cause I like the randomness of the, uh, of fantasy football. And then Dave screenshots it like weeks later thinking that I'm still against it, even though I, yeah, I like to complain. Obviously, if my team's going to miss the playoffs and I'm high points, why wouldn't I complain? <laughs> well, and speaking, he of, that. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Casey complaining, I'm, I've been kind of putting off uh, Casey's NFL Cover Zero segment. There's, <laughs> there was some kind of like I got some kind of disclaimer before the podcast that I'm involved and it's going to be him complaining the whole time. So yeah. I'm, I'm well, supposed to just go along with it. But this is actually... <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, well, what were you going to say, Stephen? Well, no, I was going to say, so Casey, State of the Union, how are you doing in your league? Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted oh, to yeah. Hear. So I am second highest in points in one league, and I will just make the playoffs. I am high points in our league that we do together, and I will come in, I think, fourth place. As long, Yeah, I'll be in fourth place in that one, um, so I'll make the playoffs. And then the other one, I have not really done a good job of paying attention to once Trey Lance went down, which mm. was very early in the season. And I Oh, yeah, because he was winning the league for you before <laughs> he went down. <laughs> I'm in, I think, 11 out of 12 on that one. So not so good on the old home league. Steven, yeah, that's something you can even keep track of is how many like how many. You're no, I've, and- I've paired it down. So I've got a mix of dynasty best ball. Uh, I, you know what? I don't have my best ball ones pulled up, but my my redraft leagues, um, I did – how many did I do this year? I only did four. And the only one I am going to miss the playoffs in was the one when we were doing the podcast. It was like our first podcast or maybe our second one, and the draft <laughs> was happening while oh, we were doing yeah. the podcast. Uh-huh. And then I even had the time off, and I was like, oh – Oh, it started an hour ago. <laughs> that, that team got complete, completely auto-drafted. Um, yeah, I didn't do so good in that one. I think I'm like eighth place right now. Um, but the other ones, I'm right there. Like I'm uh, eight and five in one of them. So I should make the one the playoffs in that one. The other one, um, I won this week. I think I'm like seven and six. So I'll be, I'll be eight and six after this week. So... Should be able to make that one. And then the followers league I did, it's a 120 team tournament. And that one, I'm in 10th place with the Ooh. 10th most points. Wow. So um, that one I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with. I uh, thought I drafted really well in that one. So yeah, it's it's been kind of hit and miss on a couple of them, but a few of them I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. My uh, my record in that one, I think is nine and four. I don't have any leagues right now. It's, it's kind of hard. I really wish I could just get down to like one redraft league and one dynasty league, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, nah, that's just the way it goes. But, uh, but yeah, no, no dominant teams this year, unfortunately. All right. Well, I, I know just, you know, speaking from firsthand knowledge that listening to this podcast, being a part of it, uh, being there with you on, on the flex on Thursdays to help set my lineup, it's helped me a ton. So I usually, this is the most leagues I've ever been in, but generally speaking, I'm not, you know, I should have really made the playoffs in all four, which is interesting. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, just a testament to being a part of this. So thanks, Stephen. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this has been a lot easier than trying to get a hold of you before. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm a subscriber, I have access. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, Casey, here we go. This is, this is <laughs> this Casey makes fun of Jesse's segment here. We're hey, going to move let's... on. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. No worries. We're going to move on to Casey's NFL Cover Zero segment. This is his uh, comedy segment he does every Tuesday with us. Uh, this is actually sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. They have a great way to add some fun to your football season with their pick'em game. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. You can pick between two and five players from your pick'em entry. You get all of them right, you can take home some money. It's super simple to get started. Just head to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. 
and sign up with the promo code guide dog and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. And then Steven will even uh, incentivize that by giving you a fantasy guides MVP package, which is a $60 value. So sign up at underdogfantasy.com. All right, Casey, you ready for some NFL cover zero? Let the uh, bitching and moaning commence. <laughs> Double wing right. Ace. Two down, slow to play middle linebacker. Dumped everything else. Hey, Sully, you never get back in. You will kick your It's picked up by Jim Marshall, who's running the wrong way. Marshall is running the wrong way. That ain't funny. All right, guys. Well, uh, as I said, no news this week. Um, I was a I was a little bitter last week on the pod about a trade that went through in our dynasty league, but I've had time to process, take it in, and now I can honestly say I'm a little bit more irritated. Um, <laughs> if you missed the pod last week, I'll give you some backstory. The three of us are in a dynasty league together, and if you don't know what a dynasty league is, why are you even listening to this podcast? Um, when the league was being set up, Steven and I actually had conversations about like, hey, what's going to make this dynasty better than the last one? And we we're like, well, it's the people that are in it. That's what makes a dynasty. Uh, the thing about picking people for a dynasty, it's a lot like trying to pick good co-workers. You want people who are comfortable going out for a drink with, they're competitive, pay attention, and most importantly, Jesse... They respond to your messages during the week. You know, people who like fantasy football. That's that's the important thing uh, to have in a dynasty league. You don't want people who have zero interest after the first week and just ghost you on your trade offers. <clears throat> Jesse. Uh, so we started, Stephen and I started recruiting, mostly Stephen, and we had almost everyone picked out. And we we're like, ah, we just need one more. And Jesse was like, you know, I got this guy. He's really into fantasy. Uh, and boom, we had our 12. Uh, so we uh, cut to the start of the season. Um, I start crushing on Trey Lance. And I also wanted to shore up the Patriots backfield. And all I was missing was Damian Harris. Harris. And I noticed both were on the same team. That team was Jesse's buddy, Lee. And so I sent, you know, on Sleeper, um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but you can actually like heart a player to let people know you're interested. So I, <laughs> I didn't know that. It's like, I've been it's like a, for a year. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, yeah. No, it's like <laughs> kind of like a Tinder thing. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. I did a little light flirting with uh, Damian <laughs> Harris and Trey Lance, clicked a little heart. I let that set for a week, see if I got any action. Um, he must have swiped left or not. He doesn't have the app or something because nothing. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make the first move. So I sent out a trade proposal from uh, for Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard for Trey Lance. Not, not terrible, not great for a dynasty, but you know what? It's a first offer. Um, nothing. No response. Now, I will say, before you continue, I got a text about that one. So at that Ooh, point, what? yeah. He was, was paying attention? And I was like, I'm not trading Trey Lance for those two guys. <laughs> so <laughs> I may have given him advice contrary to your Good advice. That, that, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Brock Purdy might be their starter next year, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, so all I get, no text back. No, no. They're just... Just a quick reject. <laughs> and I've looked at my history with him. I've offered him, I think, six or seven trades in that league. Either they have expired or he's just hit reject. Not one sentence sent mm. back my way. Mm -hmm. So let's cut to this past week. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo goes down on my team. Casey, Casey, do you want to go ahead and tell the fine listeners about your team, how good it's doing and your, mm. but you, but you, and what type of league it is and what quarterbacks you currently have. Yeah. So um, I am currently high points in the league. Uh, my mm -hmm. team has been very dominant. I've lost two games this season by less than a point, which explains my fourth place in the standings. Um, my quarterbacks are the only weak spot on my team. And, and have, mind you, this is a super flex league. Yeah. So you, yeah. Okay. So you kind of need, 
kind of need those QBs. My QBs are Aaron Rodgers, um, Love, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo. So just but just a easily the worst, easily <laughs> the worst quarterback situation in the entire league. Just a completely bankrupted uh, quarterback situation. And Jimmy Garoppolo was my best starter. He was actually a. Uh, a low end, like a, a high end or a low end QB one for the season, I think. Um, so when he goes down, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to get Brock Purdy. Obviously, he's and I look and who's who's Timmy Zion, the guy who drafted him, Lee's team yet again, another player that I'm interested in who is on Lee's team. So I know if I send him a trade offer, it's like sending in a complaint email to AOL.com. No <laughs> one's going to get back to me unless I go straight to the source. So I try to broker a trade with Jesse and I send him that text and uh, I get a text back from Jesse. He just says, he just said rejected. <laughs> so again, no, no back and forth trying to do something. And then, so this is the part that I love the most. A um, few hours go by and then I get an alert on my app. Says a trade has been completed between Jesse and Lee. Now, mind you, Jesse and I are in the the hardest competition between in the league. Probably, we're always trading between high points in that league. So Jesse's team is probably me, Jesse, and Big Kells are all leading the league. Um, and I look at the trade, and I see that Jesse gets a young stud wide receiver by the name of Devonta Smith. He gets uh, George Kittle, and then Lee over there, he gets Alvin Kamara and Greg Dolchich. And in my head, I'm going, did I just accidentally make Jesse's team better by, sen <laughs> by sending the idea, hey, maybe maybe I should try to make a trade with Lee? Um, and <laughs> I start, I start uh, texting the league back and forth, just giving Jesse some crap. And, um, uh, I talk a little bit of smack and so it gets back and forth through the league. And then at the very bottom, about 12 hours later, Lee posts his phone number so that I can, I can contact him after the trade deadline has passed. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can reserve you a flight coming back from Chicago at 555. Does that help? Hi, I'm Earth. Have we met? I don't think so. I will say that made my day. It, like I had just, the trade deadline was that night. A lot of us had been talking back and forth. I had been messaging the league. Hey, the trade deadline's coming up after the games commence this week. So just a heads up. And I had a lot of quarterbacks. I was saying to Casey, like, Hey, you know, you, you need a quarterback. Come hit me up. Um, I've got the uh, commander's quarterback, Tyler, Taylor Heineke. If you're interested, you know, <laughs> And the best part was he's like, oh, I'm trying to get Brock Purdy from Lee. Well, <laughs> the game's end. I know the tread that headline's done. I'm, I'm drinking my morning coffee. And then I see Lee post his phone number in the in the uh, sleeper chat. And I I clapped. I stood up. I, I was, it was the funniest thing. I was laughing. I was texting everybody. I'm like, he finally responded. <laughs> 12 hours after the deadline. Immediately what went through my head was... You son of a bitch. <laughs> you no good damn. You lied to me. You lied to me. Uh, so, so Case, who are you rolling into the playoffs now at quarterback? Uh, well, what's great is Russell Wilson just got concussed. So I have uh -huh. the, the Packers quarterbacks. That's all that I have. <laughs> mind, you, mind you, Lee made the move to try to make the playoffs, which... I was looking at the the odds. I, I was doing my own calculation in my head of the odds of him making the playoffs, even if he won last week. They're still at like 5%. Mm -hmm. So a guy who's probably going to be worthless next year, Brock Purdy, could have given him some value for next year by trading with me, but he's just going to live and die Lee, on Lee's team. Lee, you may have done yourself a disservice. You could have probably traded and got some value for Purdy or any of your other backup quarterbacks, but I thank you for standing <laughs> strong 
and, and letting me witness you send your phone number 12 hours after the trade deadline had expired. That that really did make my uh, Tuesday morning last week. So uh, thank you. Lee, we salute you. I, uh, I really do appreciate the fact that you put your number on there after the trade deadline. Dude, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I... <laughs> I've told you before, a huge part of it is the Broncos. He's he's <laughs> slumped into a pretty deep depression <laughs> due to the Broncos and what that team looks like. And then um, the funny part about the Devonta Smith thing is it had, had nothing to do with uh, your thing. I have done this like three times on the pod. I've gone, I think I want to go get this guy. Tony Pollard is an example. Right when Dak Prescott got hurt, that would have been a league winning pick up for me to go pick up Tony Pollard. I didn't do it, but I said it on the pod. I was like, I feel like Tony Pollard has a chance to catch some balls from Cooper rush. And then, and then he turned into the man. And then, um, the other one was Justin Fields. I was all over Justin Fields way before anybody else. And then the other day on the pod, I was like, I think Devonta Smith is going to be legit, like moving forward. So I was like, Maybe that's a move I could make at the trade deadline. <laughs> and then lo and behold, it's Lee that that has him. So Lee needed Lee's running backs are terrible. And um I also was reading about, you know, Kamara's legal issues and I was like, I want to get rid of this guy. So <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I didn't I didn't tell him about that part as I was making well, those deals, but I, I'm nervous about his future. So well, I'm sure he did wonders for uh, Lee over the past two weeks, getting six points last week and having a bye this week. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh I'm sorry, Casey, that, that, <laughs> that you've had such a hard time having high points and being in fourth place and all these things. Um, but I don't care. I don't. <laughs> Jesse, I just, I just want, I don't want to have to go through a broker for Lee. That's all I want. Hey, I, you got his number want, now, right? <laughs> yeah, you got the number. <laughs> my terms. I don't want somebody through the passageway going, don't take that trade. That's a crappy trade. <laughs> you know, you know, I've had uh, Dave in one of my other leagues. He will send a trade, a three-way trade between like me and Nick Nick, where I'm sending Nick Nick some pieces. He's sending me some pieces. And all Dave is asking is for some fab in return. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's, that's really brokering. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, all that right. is it, guys. For, uh, consider our league zero covered for this week. We now return to our regularly scheduled podcast. All right. Thanks for that, Casey. Um, that's usually my favorite part of the podcast. But... <laughs> Not this week. No, I'm just kidding. That was great. All right. We're 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 all having fun here. You know, we got an NFL or we, sorry, NFL. We got an NBA player in our league and, and it's going to be me and Casey and the NBA player going head to head here. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure in the final four, it's going to be fun. I have never even been even relevant in a dynasty league. So <laughs> I'm not going to apologize to Casey for making moves to oh, benefit my do. team. I, I, had to get, I had to get my butt whooped for like five years by Steven and just be like, it was like, it was, it was like humiliating just how good <laughs> Steven's team was the first time I tried to do dynasty. Hey. So I'm, I'm going about it very dis- differently this time. I'm going to be the Steven. I'm going to you know be what? the guy with all the pieces. Hey, dude, I, come on! You're being too. I didn't win it every year. There's a couple years I got second place. Yeah, <laughs> the one year, the one year wasn't it like it was the Patriots thing where he went undefeated the entire season and then lost the championship game or something like that. And he's like, yeah. well, I mean, I took second. It's like you went fifteen and zero and then took <laughs> second place. Your team, his team, was so good. Um, sadly, sadly, as the more I work on content for you guys the the worse the teams get <laughs> right <laughs> you don't do as well lately all right steven well let's move on to some weekend takeaways what uh what kind of interesting stats and things did you have for us this week all right so i just talked about travis homer uh i found it surprising he only had five points um he was a guy i thought would be a good like flex play especially when i heard that dj dallas wasn't going to play and that he was going to be like the main guy um he had a 91% snap share, which that's like Christian McCaffrey, you know, when he was in Carolina levels, that's like barely leaving the field. Um, so I think I just basically wanted to say it was the highest of this week for, for running backs. Um, if you did start Travis Homer and you're like, Oh, I'm an idiot. Why did I do that? Don't beat yourself up. I just posted about it that anytime a running back gets a 90% snap share, good things typically happen. And it was a good matchup against Carolina, who gives up the ninth, ninth most points to the position. So 
just one of those unlucky things. No, Travis Homer's not an amazing running back, but uh, we've talked about this before. Volume is really all that matters, and he just just didn't work out this week. Another takeaway. This might not be surprising to anybody, but it, it would be when the season started. Najee Harris doesn't have a single 100-yard rushing day uh, this year. Wow. Um, as he's been a massive disappointment. Um, and this last game, he was only at a 58% snap share. I mean, he was getting uh, 94% of the snaps last season. So big drop off for Najee Harris. That whole offense is just, we've talked about how Deontay Johnson doesn't even have a touchdown this year. He doesn't even have a top 25 performance. So, so it's just been a bad, bad fantasy season for uh, people in Pittsburgh. Um, I talked about this, Jesse. Joe Mixon only played on 58% of the snaps, yep. which was his lowest in all of his healthy games this season. The previous low was 66%. So not a great trend for Joe Mixon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I, I found this interesting. Mike White attempted 44 pass attempts on Sunday, and it was the second time in three games he's gone over 44 pass attempts. Um, Joe Flacco started three games to start the year, and all of those games he was over 44 pass attempts. In games without Zach Wilson, the Jets are averaging 48 pass attempts. In games with Zach Wilson, only 27 pass attempts. Mm. So is it, is it <laughs> they, did, they were winning some games with Zach Wilson, but it's almost like they didn't trust Zach Wilson to throw the football. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This is the whole conspiracy theory I've had for a little while now. I mean – basically 21 more pass attempts per game without Zach Wilson. I just find that crazy interesting. And it makes me really not want Zach Wilson back on the field because I'm enjoying watching Garrett Wilson get, you know, 14 targets a game. So anyway, um, Case, uh, do you happen to see Evan Ingram's performance yesterday? <laughs> oh boy. Hey, thanks. Thanks for bringing that up, Steven. Um, we just, I, and, in the league that I'm just barely going to make the playoffs in, um, and I still think I will, um, I went up against Evan Ingram. And he's a player that I drafted in, di- in a dynasty league that just never really panned out all that great. So it's twice yeah. the damage. Yeah, I was telling you, in the league where I've got Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill on the same team, um, I started Evan Ingram, didn't even need him. You know? <laughs> so, uh, no, but he was targeted 15 times, had 11 receptions for 168 yards and two touchdowns for a 37% target share. That one game made up 60% of his fantasy points this season and moved him from the tight end 16 to the tight end four. That is wow. crazy. Which this late in the year, like it's one thing if it's like week four and you yeah. put up that, that, but like we're in week 14 <laughs> like, to go from the tight end 16 to tight end four just shows how pathetic the position is outside of Travis. Kelsey. What, what has happened to tight ends this year, man? Well, The last couple of years, you at least you always had Kelsey, but then you at least had like, okay, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller. were doing something, you know, this yeah. year, nobody is. I've had some people say they need to just get rid of tight end and make flex, you know, another flex. <laughs> and I, I don't know that I'm totally against it. It's, <laughs> it is kind of a boring position. Um, Okay. Let's see here. All right. Over the last four weeks, Four wide receivers have 44 targets. Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin, those two might not be that surprising. We talked about Godwin last week. Um, however, Keenan Allen also has 44 targets uh, since he's returned. And then Zay Jones has 44 targets over the last four weeks. So uh, Zay Jones is definitely the name out of that list that stands out. And if he's available in your league, uh, I'd go get him because that kind of volume mixed with how well Trevor Lawrence and the Jags are playing, uh, pretty good combo. And he had a rough um, week. He had a rough week last week. And then you talked about him in the flex and talked me into putting him in my lineup. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that might have that might have got me a win in that league. That was an important important move. Jesse, those are the sound bites, if you could, that you could send my way. You know, <laughs> I also I got this kid at school, a high schooler, that he's super into fantasy football, and he keeps coming to me every day. And I'll just put on the flex. I'll just. Hmm. I'll, I'll buffer back and forth and I'll look at the, um, I'll look at the schedule of games. Cause we go right in order. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, let, yeah. Me find you, let me find you this game. Let's see what Steven thinks. And uh, I think it's like three weeks in a row. He keeps coming back and going, okay, now you need to tell me about this. Thing. And I'm like, listen <laughs> to the podcast, man. Come on. 
<laughs> I know you're on Instagram. You got to like, be following along. He's like that, that 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 guy talks too much. Isolate one part. You shorten it up. Like, yeah. uh, hey, I, I don't blame him. Uh, <laughs> all right, sticking in uh, sticking with the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence put up his best game of his career, fantasy wise. He scored thirty three fantasy points. Uh, he's never had a game with even thirty points uh, to start his career. Wow. Um, he has nine touchdowns over his last four games. And he's the QB three over that span. He's pro football focuses second highest graded quarterback since week nine. Um, and we've brought this up earlier this season, but in the off season, I said he had such a horrifically low touchdown rate, a 1.9% touchdown rate that I said, if he could just go to average, if he <laughs> could just go to the league average, which was four and a half percent, he would have thrown 27 touchdown passes this year. His touchdown rate is four and a half percent. And he's on pace for you want to you want to guess <laughs> twenty seven touchdowns. <laughs> so so he's doing basically all he's doing is reverting to the uh, the mean you know the average mm-hmm. and um the, but the one thing I'll say that's different is he threw seventeen touchdown pass or sorry seventeen interceptions last season he's on pace for just seven he wow. only had so he's he's playing really well. So I, I feel um, like what they need to do before every game is have him stand there or maybe up against a wall and then just have a lineman like roll up on his legs and try oh. and like try and break his ankle. And then <laughs> he's going to have he's going to go score 33 points, apparently the next game. Like how how crazy was that, that he uh, looked that took that kind of hit and then <laughs> responds so that next week with that? I, I just I saw that. I saw that when it happened last week. And then I saw Kyler Murray's injury today when it happened. And it's hard for me to believe that one guy continued to play in that game. And the other guy is like done for the year, you know, because yeah. that Trevor Lawrence one, it looked like his foot was backwards. His face said, I don't have a foot anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what his face said, <laughs> the amount of pain he was in. Um, so I, Jesse, you probably do watch this. I know you're into comic books. Do you watch uh, the boys on a, uh, Oh, on that Amazon. is one of the ones I haven't seen yet. Oh my I, god, it's, it's on the Are list. you crazy? Yeah, it's you on gotta the list. Watch it. But there's like there's a couple like there's a couple of superheroes on that that like have super kind of like Wolverine the like um instant healing ability. You okay. know, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure Trevor Lawrence doesn't have that <laughs> after seeing that. that supposedly a toe injury last week, which also doesn't make sense to me. Steven, you could have um just so you know for future reference, you could have just gone with Wolverine as the comparison right away rather than explaining the other characters that nobody really knows who they are that's true to be fair i'm not super into comic books i I, it doesn't come top of mind to me like football and other movies you know you know who he reminds me he had to to back door through a show and then arrived at his own conclusion it's not like we helped him get to the wolverine part Stephen, no. this is a perfect example of I was just the first thirty-five minutes long. <laughs> if you just figured out how to go directly to the the point, you know. Hey, you know, I'm 41 years old. I'm still learning the language, start learning how to talk. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. It's like trying um, to trade with Lee. You have to go through a back channel. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where are we at? Let me find on my show sheet here. Uh, okay, Miles Sanders uh, had zero touchdown. Uh, touchdowns last season Philadelphia rushed for 25 touchdowns last year and he had zero of those this year he has 11 of the 27 touchdowns so I just he's he's currently the RB9 Um, this is just one of those reminders same with Trevor Lawrence who we just talked about one of the first things you should look at when this season ends is like who had no touchdowns or who had like one or two touchdowns like we just talked about Deontay Johnson zero touchdowns this season like pay attention to some of those players uh, that didn't score any touchdowns and you're probably going to get them at value and they will, they'll be a happy surprise come next year. Um, okay. Another running back, Kansas city's running back, Jarek McKinnon scored 32 points yesterday. Thanks to seven receptions for 112 yards and two touchdowns. He's now on pace for 50 receptions. So, there was all the talk about Isaiah Pacheco and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And it actually looks like the third running back might be the best one there, Jarek McKinnon, because he's getting all the important work, which is the receiving work. Um, mm. Had nine targets yesterday against Denver. So again, if he's available in your league, which he is in 40% on Yahoo, definitely put a high waiver claim in to get him. And then 
The last player I want to bring up, Derek Carr. I don't know if you guys watched Thursday night's game, but he managed to only score two and a half fantasy points against mm. the Los Angeles Rams. Um, it was the second game this season where he scored three or fewer points or less than a few points. I should less than three points. I should say um, he doesn't have a single game over 20 points. He's the QB 17. This is his worst fantasy season fantasy season over the last four years. So he's extremely hard to trust. It's really hard to throw him in your lineup. Cause if you have a floor of one point, like that's not somebody you can like risk throwing into your fantasy playoff lineup. Right. And this is one of those things where football just doesn't always make sense. You know, I know he lost Darren Waller and I know that Hunter Renfro has been hurt also, but even when he had all three of those guys with Devonte Adams, he wasn't doing that great. And it's just crazy to see how amazing of a season Devonte Adams continues to have, but yet Derek Carr can't capitalize on it. So right. I just thought that was interesting. And one of those weird things about uh fantasy football, but yeah, I wonder, are, do ahead, we Chris. know how many different, offensive coordinators Derek Carr's had over the past five years. <laughs> I think it's well, five. Well, he had John Gruden for a while. And isn't John Gruden kind of basically the, was the play caller there for, for at least what, four seasons, I would think. Was he there that long? I feel two and a half. No, it was, it was probably longer than you're thinking. Are we, mm-hmm. are we not going to talk about Baker Mayfield in that Rams <laughs> Raiders game? You know what? You know, had that happened yesterday, I probably would have, but since it was Thursday, I kind of forgot. Um, I don't have any unique stats, but that was pretty amazing. Like, yeah. if you were to tell me Baker Mayfield, what did he have to go, 95 yards in a minute 15, maybe, mm-hmm. with no timeouts, with those wide receivers, that was one of the most impressive. And oh, and the, the biggest part, I forgot to say, that he only had two days to prepare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like that was pretty, pretty amazing. Say what you want to say about Baker Mayfield. That was, I had a lot of respect for what he did in that game. I was a huge Uh, fan of his in college. So it's been sad to me to kind of watch his NFL career, not really work out. And and he's got a interesting personality and he runs, rubs some people the wrong way, but I've always liked his competitiveness and everything else. And so I thought that that was a really cool thing because kind of in that moment, you're, you're a bit backed up against a wall. You know, your, your career can be over like that in the NFL. And I think that he at least has the opportunity to salvage something now after that performance, you know, I think it was just a cool moment. So how do you you salvage anything? If you're Josh McDaniels, you got Devonte Adams this season, the team there's very high expectations and you lose to Baker Mayfield on two game, two days of preparation following a few weeks ago, losing to Jeff Saturday, who <laughs> also had like two or three days to prepare to coach a sport he's never coached yeah. other than probably like his kids or something, you know, who was on TV and came out and beat you. That, that's that got to be that's hard to recover from, right? That's retirement type stuff that yeah. leads me to go, you know, what? I'm not I'm just not good enough to play in this league. That's what that's I don't know. That's that's a rough one there. Well, if they have if they would have phoned a friend in Denver before Las Vegas made that hire, <laughs> we may have had some strong opinions mm-hmm. about the McDaniels yeah. experience. And this uh, is true. And it's yep. it's also the other part that's really funny is watching the Patriots offense and just how <laughs> terrible they are. And it's like <laughs> the grass is not always greener. Maybe that's a yeah. lesson for all of us here yeah. at Fantasy Guides and everywhere else. Speaking <laughs> of the Patriots, um, we could add this to your waiver, Stephen. Pierre Strong. Coming on strong, the Jackrabbit has 14 points in that game. Hey, it's FCF's playoff season, so he's, you know, the Jackrabbits, although I think the Jackrabbits might have got upset. I I have a recorded game I haven't watched yet, but. Oh, my God. You, have, you, <laughs> you, you recorded the Jackrabbits game. Yeah, Guys, I, think they were playing, I think they were playing Holy Cross. I think they might have lost. I'm, I saw something on, oh on Instagram today, but. Yeah, Those of you who want the, the most in-depth dynasty content this offseason, <laughs> stick around. Uh, so just a little thing on him real quick. He has three carries for 47 yards, a touchdown, two targets, two receptions for 20 yards. Wow. Okay. Well, there's, I got him a, one there's a late. Lead. That's about as late as you can get into the pod uh, waiver claim. <laughs> that you can in. I love that. No, thanks, Casey. That's great. Yeah. And he, I mean, I'll tell you from watching him, um, at South Dakota State, he was 
a beast, just a complete beast. So if he's, if he's flashing, hopefully they give him some more opportunities. All right. Well, that's it for tonight, fellas. Uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for our NCAA recap and update. Um, we only had one game to really talk about, so it'll be more talking about, um, you know, guys that are declaring for the draft and where they might be falling and, uh, things like that and start getting you ready for Debbie and dynasty. And then on Thursday, Steven and I, and, and sometimes Casey will be on for your 11th hour start sit matchup advice. Um, if you're a daily fantasy player, that's a great one to listen to. So you can get ready for that. Like I said, it's really been helping out my rosters as I've, I've tried to set those things up each week and uh, something you definitely want to check out. If you're a first timer, make sure you check out those other podcasts and also make sure you refer a friend. That's the best way to help us out. Also, you can visit underdogfantasy.com, download the app, sign up with promo code guide dog, and we get a little kickback to the pod as well. We'll catch you all next week, guys. Peace. Later. See you.